thank you, Holy Spirit. Just say, by grace, I am who I am. I am what I am. I achieve what I achieve. Number four, write down. Everything I have, I received from the Lord. The fourth reason we give him thanks is that everything we have, we received from the Lord. James chapter 1 verse 16. I don't want you to forget the scripture for any reason whatsoever. James chapter 1 verse 16. Please don't call the person by your side brethren. Call them by their name. Turn, their heart, turn to them and read that scripture. One to go. You still call brethren. Read that again to that person. One to go. Tell your neighbor the reason the scripture is saying don't be deceived. Is this is one place the devil always tries to deceive people. Look at verse 17. What should you not be deceived about? Shout it louder. One to go. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. And comes down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of one more time every good and every perfect gift comes from is where tell your neighbor if there is any good thing in your life it comes from God it came from God that's what it is so when we give thanks we acknowledge it I am what I am by your grace and all I have I have I received from you I laid all down somebody asked me what is one of the motivations for your devotion to God I said because I wasn't supposed to be alive now the day they dug my brother's grave it was two graves they were supposed to dig. The moment, the same hour he had an accident, I was almost also in an accident. Two different cities at the same time. My father was in a dream and what he saw was two graves. On the same day, and he saw motor parts on the same day, he didn't understand it. He didn't know he meant his only two sons were, were supposed to be buried on the same day. God had mercy on me. It wasn't my prayers. At that time, we with church was still starting. I was still a naughty boy. It wasn't my commitment. It was the mercy of the Lord. When I stood up from that accident site that was supposed to claim my life on the express of a poor honor, I made a vow. And made much more a vow after I heard at the same hour my brother died that the life I have now wasn't mine. I won't. So, what am I to fight for? What am I to live for? Is to serve him. I'll give you one more scripture, and then I'll give you one more, and we'll be through. 
First Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. Please read to your neighbor one to go. you differ? Who makes you superior? Who makes you better than others? And what do you have that you didn't receive? Now, if you did indeed receive what you have, why boast as if you have not received it? Why boast? That's why when we return glory to him, that's what we're doing. Tomorrow, many of us are going to be emptying ourselves in our hearts, in our strength, our voices, our praise, our tears, our resources, our treasures. We will lay it all before the Lord. The reason we're doing that is that we have nothing to boast to. been there for me, what would have become of me? 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 Oh. One day the Lord told me something. He said, son, if you lost everything you had, you put all your money in an investment and it's lost, will you die? I said, no, sir. I said, it will be painful, but I'll believe you for strength and I'll bounce back again. And then he said, my son, at different points and seasons in your life, I will lead you to a place where you will lose everything. But you have a choice. Either to lose it by faith or not. He said, don't wait for circumstances to happen always he said if you will lose it by faith for my sake you will gain it he said but if you protect it and protect it it's just a matter of season a day will come you will lose everything make a choice that is by faith because when you place it in my hands it's not lost you cast your bread upon waters I learned wisdom that day I learned it God never asks us to live by sacrifice every single day in emptying ourselves of everything. No. There are days that the living sacrifice is just about praying for someone. There are days that the living sacrifice is just about forgiving someone. There are days that the living sacrifice is just wake up in the morning and just pray for 10 minutes when you didn't even think of praying again. And God will be pleased with that sacrifice. But there are days and those days of emptiness are the days that precede abundance. Whenever God wants to shake your life, 
he leads you to the cross. There are sacrifices that change seasons and shifts levels. You can't come out of that season and remain in the same place. Something must give. I can tell you seasons where the anointed intensified in my life. I can tell you exactly where. You, you, you don't just come out. I, I, I don't pray seven hours every day. I don't. But there are days of groanings in the spirit. The laughter will turn to mourning. Excitement will turn to tears. Anytime God gets ready for abundance, look at the secret. Psalm 126 verse 5. Never forget this. And it's not a human being. Yes, the spirit of the Lord may use a human being like Elijah was used with the widow of Zarephath. Those who sow in tears. That's the key. That's a place of pleading. Shall reap in joy. And then he says in verse, two, verse 6, everybody join me. Want to go? He who continually goes forth, what? Weeping. Bearing seeds for sowing. Shall doubtlessly again. Come again with rejoicing with what? Sheaves. Someone this season is returning with sheaves rejoicing. In the name of Jesus. The last but not the least. And then we're going to be ministering to our finances. And immediately after that, I'll bless the communion. This is what's going to be happening. I'll bless the communion and I'll bless the oil. Okay? And then you come out, you give your offerings. And then you come, you take the communion. And then we are going to be seated somewhere there. And then we're going to be laying hands on each and every one of us and anointing us with oil. Now, I'm going to be asking the Lord to keep all of you on your feet. You must be on your feet because the number is quite a lot. And so, Lord, you know how we do it. Yes, sir. So, you're coming immediately. You're coming immediately. Just be on your feet. Father, all those ones that can fall anyhow, hold them in Jesus' name. Yes. There are people that are so open to the Lord. Any small move of the Spirit, they collect, is wise in Jesus' name. Now, the last point. Why do we give thanks? Major reasons we give thanks. All things work together for good. To those who love God, and to those called according to his purpose. So, in all things, no matter the circumstance, God is working for our good. That's why we give thanks. You wanted something, you have the money, you made a deal with someone, and he agreed. Then, 
He said, okay, I'm going to call you back. And suddenly, behind you, they sell the thing. Start thanking God. It, it, the pain, listen, pain can be in the flesh. Pain can be in the head. And faith can be in the heart. And joy can be in the heart. Trust me. Give thanks. Something you planned you were going to do by this time, suddenly it was shifted. One thing after another, shifted, shifted again. No matter what it is, give thanks. Never forget this. I will keep saying it every day. If you have lost anything, God is the reason you didn't lose everything. If you have lost someone, God is the reason you didn't lose everyone. And God is also the reason that all you lost will be restored. So in where of choice, give him thanks. Romans 8.28 says it all. For we know. How many of you know that all things, can I hear you shout all things? Can I hear you say all things? Work together for those who what? Love God. And to those who are the called according to his purpose. If you're the one he's talking about, lift your hands and say all things work for me. They work for my good. Now, emphatically say this, nothing ever works against me. Did you hear the declaration we made yesterday night? Say, life has fallen for me on the lanes of grace. I walk the paths of grace. Hallelujah. And we're going to close with that Habakkuk 3, 17, 18. Wonderful. Let's stand on our feet. Okay, this is what we call tarry service. Stand on your feet now. And let us read together one to go. Though the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, though the labor of the olive may fail, though the flock may be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stores, what should we do? Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. We believe you have been blessed by this podcast. Join us next week to renew your spirit and mind. You got testimonies or inquiries? Kindly reach out to us via www.mylamworld.org or call us on 80 